Welcome to No Church Answers, the weekly Christian podcast for men. We're not pastors, just regular guys looking to model positive Christian leadership in our work, families, church, and communities. Want to discover ways to apply scripture effectively in everyday life? Tired of the pat answers in Sunday school? Then settle in for a gritty, authentic, and unexpectedly funny Christian podcast. And now, No Church Answers. And welcome to No Church Answers. This is a Christian roundtable discussion for men. This is podcast number 310, hard to believe. And we're glad you're here. And where is here? Here is Sugarland, Texas. So grab a globe, spin it around. Bang. Not sure where you ended up, but spin it around. Find Texas. Southeast side of Texas is Houston. Southwest side of Houston is Sugarland. And that is where we are. You know, we're not pastors. We're just regular guys, each on our own spiritual journey, working and meeting daily challenges just like you. And that's why we're here. We're having a Christian discussion for men. And unlike others, we aren't taking any church answers. So we're glad that you've joined us. You know, this podcast has been called Deliberately Provocative and Unexpectedly Funny. So we're so glad that you've checked us out. Um, Our podcast is available at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get podcasts your podcast. We're on Facebook, YouTube, and at nochurchanswers.com. So please rate our podcast and leave a review. And of course, it wouldn't be possible without your support. Uh, And at this time, we're going to be talking grace and gratitude. I'm going to introduce the panel, former world-class policy writer. He is a professional gambler. He's the show producer. It's Mr. Steve Titch. All right, Steve. And a former prosecutor. He is an attorney. Uh, we He's kind of the group historian. Uh, we call him the judge, Michael Cropper. Hello, hey, Steve, Bill. <clears throat> and uh, my name is Bill Cox, uh, retired but gainfully employed as a substitute teacher. And uh, wow. <laughs> what an eye-opening experience that has been. Uh, you know, uh, real quick before we jump right in, um, I just want to say this is going to be one of those really fun and hopefully enlightening for you um, podcasts because we're going to be talking uh, really practical stuff and basically stuff's from the heart. and going to start out with uh, our producer, Mr. Steve Titch. Thanks, Bill. Uh, it, yeah, it, with Thanksgiving coming up, um, the topic of gratitude and grace and grace and gratitude comes up. I, I personally, I think uh, this is what the world needs a lot more of right now. And I think, as far as Christians go, I think this this might be where we should be putting some of our efforts, because uh, uh, speaking for myself, I, I'm, I never really wanted to become a, you know, a grumpy old man. And, right. uh, and I don't want to be a grumpy old man, but I'm pretty sure what happened was the, uh, the pandemic, which uh, we're going to be having fallout from for another few years. But I think one of the one of the results was a general a general rudeness and me firstness that has emerged out you know people maybe have been isolated so long um, that 
All I know is this was not as bad. He always had rudeness out there. He always had idiots out there. He, that, that has soared out there. What I, and, 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 I, and I find myself actually having to actively practice forbearance and grace. For, you know, I'll, I'll give you a couple of examples. As early as today, out at um, was at one of the warehouse stores, and it's busy, and you got you know lines going back from all the cash registers, and they're all kind of snaking back halfway down the the aisle, and you know you're getting close to the cash register, and then like somebody, a woman with a cart, mm-hmm. comes like waltzing in slowly, never makes eye contact with anybody. And just kind of jumps right behind, right in front of me, like two people away from the checkout, mm-hmm. like like nobody else is there. Mm-hmm. And, and and to some cases, you have to admire that in a way. And I, everyone, I guess, was so dumbfounded. It was a, it was the clerk who said, "Excuse me, ma'am, but the, the, the line is all the way back there." And like she turns around. Now, either she was one of the greatest BSers in the in the world. Neither of this is flat is flattering, or she was completely clueless. But the look on her face is like, I've never seen these people before. And it is, and, and it is like these, like these. There's a whole bunch of people out there who think they're the only ones there, and you want to say, Hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm in your way. I'm in your path. You're going to hit me. And so. That is a long introduction to what I am working on is, is graciousness and forbearance and, and giving grace to my fellow human beings who, who seem to all, something's come over them. That's my intro. Michael Crapper. Well, without, before I do my history, I gotta add the saves, yes. Yes, I, I agree, the pandemic caused a great deal of selfishness with people. They got paid for staying home from the government, many, many paychecks, and some of us got that. I didn't get it, but but secondly, they got to stay home and not work many times. They didn't want to go back to work when their company says, okay, it's time to go back to work. It's time to go back to the office now. They got very angry. So, and, and they're just spoiled. But I mean, we can get that way too. I mean, it's, it's easy to get spoiled people and want to keep things that are real good and real easy to do rather than a hard job and a difficult job. Bill and I often missed you before. Uh, Bill works out. I work out. Um, it's hard. And, and and all of us have said last week, it's hard serving the Lord. We're going to talk about grace, as Steve's already mentioned to you. Uh, grace is another term that has had me a little bit bewildered. By world standards, if you and I can't get my screen to move. <laughs> All right. Um, by the world standards, folks, if you reflect grace, you display simple elegance or refinement of movement. Uh, for instance, a, a, a ballet dancer is graceful. Okay. Now, by God's standards, though, to me, it's impossible because God is perfect. He is righteous. And grace is a reflection of his perfect love. Now, John 3.16 shows us God's grace. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever 
believes on him should not perish but have everlasting life. So, so why is understanding grace difficult for me? God loved me while I was yet a sinner and I was opposed to everything God is. God still loved me and he died for me anyway. Now he wants me to extend this grace to everyone, especially my enemy. Jesus is real clear. Your love, the love you were to express and you were to show is grace and love is the reason that God did all this for me. He says, I do not want to do this. Now, now I'm going to tell you personally, I do not want to do this because it does not satisfy my desire to get even with somebody when I'm wrong. The Old Testament says an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But Jesus said, love your enemy. So today we're going to examine how we can extend God's love to the world. And like Steve Apley says it, uh, we have been shown grace, we've been forgiven. Therefore, we must show that same grace and forgiveness to others. Bill? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and read the uh, scriptures. But before I get to that, I just wanted to... Uh, circle back to what uh, our producer Steve Titch said about, uh, I agree that since the pandemic, uh, maybe the world, but certainly America has gotten a little more edgy. And uh, part of it is the pandemic, but I put a bigger thing, a bigger uh, point of the blame on social media. Because you wouldn't be rude, as rude to a person if they were standing in front of you and they could hit you in the face after you said what you said. But because there's social media and you can say something being states, miles, states, countries away and have uh, all sorts of reach with no repercussions has allowed mm -hmm. any, the critics and trolls to go far beyond uh, what would be normally thought of is uh, decency uh, and that is just that is what has happened because there's been certainly no cap on that but anyway and with that that's just my particular uh, point of view um, and I'm going to jump right into the uh, scripture reading and I'm going to start with Ephesians 4:32. be kind and compassionate to one another Forgiving each other, just as in Christ, God forgave you. And this is from 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And 2 Corinthians 4, 15 through 16. All this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day. I, You know, this is a Christian podcast, and since I already brought up Mike Tyson, I'm just going to bring up this example that I just thought of. <clears throat> Okay, imagine that uh, you're a little guy and you're getting beat up by some big guy, okay? You can't show grace to the guy who's beating you up. It's just not the way it is. But say you're a judge and that guy gets arrested and attempted manslaughter and comes before you. 
you have the opportunity to be merciful and have grace on him and maybe just get it down to a misdemeanor and put him on probation. And because of that, he has the opportunity to show gratitude, being remorseful and being being grateful for what you did. Or in other words, the thing about grace and gratitude is this. There's a power between the two. You can't, you can't show grace if you're in the, on the ground getting pummeled. Oh, I'm showing grace, I'm showing grace. No, <laughs> no that's not where it is. Grace is when you have the power to do something, but you don't. You just, you hold back. And gratitude, to me, is slowing down and being, taking notice of the subtleties of life. And we talk about so much in theory, and you hear it in churches all the time. That's why I love the title of the show, No Church Answers. Here's the difference. Hey, man, I'm glad we finally got here. The other guy says, I'm glad I'm anywhere. That is the difference in living with gratitude. Steve Titch. Uh, yeah. It's important that grace come grace. Grace comes from power. Um, we, it, we, it's forbearance. It is it is the choice not to not to demand what's due. Right. You know, they call it, you know, a, 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 and, and, and which is, which is exactly what, what, why we have the cross and why we're, we're saved because we have a debt that, that we were, <laughs> we absolutely owe, but we can't. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take our first break. This is No Church Answers. We'll be right back. Hey, pastors, pastors and church, church leaders. leaders. Are you looking to create an exciting program that will attract, engage, and inspire men in your congregation? Book a live Man Up Spiritual Oasis podcast for your next men's ministry event. Called authentic, gritty, and unexpectedly funny, Man Up has been delighting podcast listeners since 2017. We're not pastors, just regular guys willing to talk about scripture and how we can apply it to our personal faith journeys. Man Up is a refreshing alternative to predictable motivational speakers, offering your audience a chance to connect with everyday Christian men who don't settle for routine Sunday school answers. Interested in learning more? Visit man-upspiritualoasis.com or contact Bill Cox at liveshow at manupmedia.org. And now, back to the fellows of Man Up. And welcome back. This is No Church Answers. I want to get back to Steve Titch talking about that, about the cross and... <laughs> the grace we didn't deserve. Well, I'm, I'm kind of following up what you what you what you said about the the idea. You get when, when you're granted grace, you're you're granted an opportunity for renewal, um, a, a chance to change, as you said in the, the example of the judge, a chance to uh, maybe a chance to make amends, or if you can't make amends, a chance to just change your your way and uh it's um also the and i think this is where gratitude connects it's the opportunity to be humble in knowledge 
that it is sometimes necessary to rely on the sacrifices of others to successfully navigate your life. This is, this is a men's issue. Because men do not like it when people do things for them free of charge. They, they, they expect a, a quid pro quo. You, you will do something for me to help me uh, get ahead. Uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure next year or two years down the line I'll get a call from you and, and you'll, want, you'll want something in return. And, and in a way, that's the way the world works in a good way. There's networking. I'm not saying that's, that's necessarily bad. It, it's, it's, a, it's, a way, it's a way you navigate. But at the end of the day, there are times where, uh, where, where, you, where, where people have sacrificed for you and got nothing in return and done it purely out of, in, 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 if Paul would say, out of love, or out of a sense of there's something better than myself. We just got past Veterans Day, and that's kind of, that is not kind of, that's what we, that's what we say thank you for your service to a vet like Bill here. Um, that's what we need. They have done something that there is nowhere, that there's, that, that there's no way that can be repaid. Uh, it, and especially if, if a life or disability is involved. But so, that's that's one that's one important thing. It's humbling, and nobody likes to be humble. No one likes, and especially men do. They have a trouble with it. But it's really part of being a Christian. Somebody made a sacrifice for you that you will never be able to repay, but that you're benefiting from. Now you can take that all the way back to the cosmic scale of Christ on the cross, but you can. You can look to parents, or you can look to other friends. You can look to to people, strangers. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about this a little more. But I think that's you. I, I guess you might say when you are extended grace, the the, the, the response is gratitude, or should be. Excellent, uh, Michael Cropper. Uh, yeah, a couple things. Um, it's as new Christians, it's hard to understand that God's grace is unmerited to us. We, we can't do anything to receive it. We cannot be good. We cannot do good. We cannot do anything that, that makes ourselves righteous. If we do, then we are stepping into God's territory. We are stepping into his plane where, in other words, he gave us grace because he loved us. And the more we try to to improve on it, the more downhill we go. We cannot do that. Anyway, what I'm trying to say, folks, is is, is uh, a couple things here. Let me see. Uh, the, the, the quality of being thankful, and that's called gratitude, folks, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. That's the biblical de definition, showing appreciation for your life, both the good times and the bad times, because they all will work together to honor God, Romans 8, 28. Grace cannot be earned. It is something that is freely given to us, and we count on God's grace and the bridge he built in our relationship with him. Now, let me mention just a couple things here. Jesus gave a great parable uh, 
regarding grace. He gave a parable of a landowner where one of his servants owed him 10,000 talents. Folks, and 10,000 talents, we're talking about probably $10 million in today's standards. He said, I will pay it back to you. Forgive me, don't sell me, don't sell my family, don't throw me in jail. And the landowner had pity on him and said, well, frankly, I'm going to give you, forgive you all of that amount of money. Then the servant, he had another servant who owed him 10 talents. And he went to that person to collect the money and shook him and threw him in jail because he could not pay him that 10 talents. Well, the news of this unforgiveness got back to the landowner who had forgiven this servant 10,000 talents. And he called him in and said, you were evil, you were wrong, and I am going to throw you into jail because of what you did. That's, that's I think, where we want to go with that, extending grace to, to others and, and working on that. Because that, that, I think, is that's the challenge. Um, and, you know, we have, it, it expands. And we're coming up, you know, that this is, this is Thanksgiving week. Um, so we're going to be getting together with our families and you know, good times. There may be some friction, but that's kind of where you got to start. Extending grace to Uncle Frank, um, who, who you know is going to, you know. And so, so uh, having dealt with difficult family situations, I found that uh, you just find, try to find something in Try to just, just not push, push buttons, and you know, just watch football. And we'll talk about the Cowboys. You know, you, you can, you, you can, you can, you know, you know, what's going to set things off. That's that may be your responsibility right there, and being able to pull back from that, and not. Not not get Uncle not get Uncle Frank worked up about whatever or you know whatever and and have him you know just we're gonna isn't isn't the turkey isn't the turkey nice oh what a night just be the be the peacemaker for a few hours and don't mix it up you want to argue argue between. The Astros and the and the, the Rangers, all those all your Dallas relatives now have you know bragging rights on you. Um, so <laughs> so so that's yeah. that's where I go on family. I don't know about you guys. Um, yeah. We can talk about other. We can talk about you know that next layer of friends and church fellows. We're basically doing that, doing that extension of grace and gratitude. In the world. No, no, Steve, that's good. What you're doing now, and folks, uh, I've been setting it up with the way I viewed grace and understood it, but Steve's absolutely right. With Thanksgiving coming up, let's address the reality that's going to happen. I'm going to tell you right off. I have um, some grandchildren. They'll come to the house and they'll jump on my new couch (laughs) with their shoes on. (laughs) And let me tell you, (laughs) let's talk serious things and also your mother-in-law comes into the kitchen tries to tell you how to cook right uh, which Steve is getting at and and I Bill I, Bill you've shared with us in-laws and things like that but the point is how how do I handle that say say children come into my house and and they don't do it uh, they do what I don't like 
Okay, the first thing I did was put on knobs so they couldn't open my doors into bedrooms. I have a grandson that will snoop into everything. He'll go into everything. And, and uh, uh, I, I, you, have to, you have to think ahead and try to avoid that, which is what Steve's telling us, right? You think ahead and say, what's going to happen when we get together for Christmas and Thanksgiving? What things are going to annoy me? And you try to figure out a way to prevent it from happening, right? The second thing I do... I, I says, uh, as grandson, you can jump on the couch, take off your shoes. <laughs> I'm very, I says, I don't allow that. I don't allow you to get on my couch with shoes. Uh, you can you can jump on it, but that, that's okay. And and now, um, every the, the uh, other things have come up, like what pictures I have hanging in my hallway on what family members are in, hang up there and I've had little comments saying I would like to have my picture there well I said give me your picture <laughs> but, but we're not mean about it I, I say this jokingly because folks there there is a way to handle everything and issues with the family and and um unfortunately my my uh, older brother and I am not talking right now because I heard his feelings about eight years ago um and, and, and I invited him over my house a couple of times since. I'd invite him to Thanksgiving, to Christmas. And no, I don't want, don't, no, I'm not going to come over. So uh, there's things you can do. And, 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 and I will say this, by the way. The guys have also said something. I know I'm changing the subject real quick here, but don't, don't confuse grace for weakness and don't confuse meekness for meekness, right? In other words, don't cast your pearls before swine. I think the guys were saying this also. You don't have to go out there in road rage and let somebody shoot you and say, oh, here I am right here. Uh, I know you don't like what I did. I cut you off or accidentally cut you off anything. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. But if he pulls out a gun, don't wait there. <laughs> Drive off. Do something. The same thing with expressing your love to your family members. If you know your family members, members won't understand the way things are going at Christmas or, or Thanksgiving, then you avoid the details, right? You avoid doing things that, like Steve said, will step on their toes. You, put, you avoid pushing the hot button on the TV. Um, maybe herd the children out in the backyard and lock the door. <laughs> I have a backyard with a fence. So. Uh, uh, anyway, anyway. Um, we say these jokingly, but folks, all of you know this. At work, you face issues with your fellow employees. Uh, someone may take your Coke out of the, the refrigerator and drink it, and that would be very annoying to me, but it happened whenever I went to work. I retired three years ago, uh, and, and this goes into everywhere you, you face. I, I remember having a situation in a uh, grocery store like Steve. Steve experience, and, and uh, I went to, to buy a tomato and an onion at Randall's, and there was a, an imp, there was a basket there with groceries in it sitting at the uh, conveyor belt where the, uh, the, the checker will cash out the food, or uh, check out the food, but no one was there, and I turned around, looked, looked around, and did not see anybody there, so I walked in front of the basket and put my tomato and my onion down on the, on the conveyor belt. And, and, and a lady jumped up around. She had been on the other side of the aisle, apparently picking up a candy bar or something. I didn't see her. I looked for her, honestly. And she ran and says, and she had 20 or 30 items in her baskets. 
you cut in front of me. I says, no, you weren't here. I would have never cut in front of you. And 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 uh, and the uh, cashier says, well, do you want me to check you out? I said, yeah, she wasn't here. And and the lady reached over and picked up my tomato, threw it across the store. <laughs> no. She could not wait simply for you to check out your two yes. items, and she had 30 behind Yeah, yes, she had about 30 in her basket. She had a full basket. But uh, now, am I saying that's the right thing to do, or should I have extended her grace and walked behind her? Uh, I, I personally think I was not in the wrong because she wasn't there, literally. And I walked in front of her basket after I looked around and did not see her. So... Um, Folks, that's something to chew on. And with that, we're going to go ahead and uh, take our second break and give Mike a chance to get his tomato. We'll be right back. <laughs> yep. Hi, I'm Bill Cox, director of Man Up Spiritual Oasis for Men. We hope you enjoy our show as much as we enjoy doing it. But our ministry needs your support if we are to continue to bring our TV show, our podcast, our live shows to men seeking spiritual refreshment. For as little as $5 a month, you can become a patron of Man Up Spiritual Oasis. Get more details at our page on patreon.com. If you would like to support us directly, you can make a contribution through PayPal at donate at manupmedia.org. All contributions are tax deductible. We're not pastors, just regular guys. So whether you're successful or struggling, we hope to bring you the good news of God's saving grace as we share our own spiritual journeys. Please consider supporting Man Up and No Church Answers today. And welcome back. This is No Church Answers. You know, we're talking about grace and gratitude. And honestly, uh, it seems pretty simple to me. Gratitude is easy. That is just living, thankfully, just dialing it back a little bit. And honestly, just recognizing, taking a moment to recognize the subtleties of life and appreciating them. So that, to me, is gratitude. Grace, to me, is a little different. There's a, to me, there's a difference between polite society um a uh um a, an annoyance of someone taking my tomato and throwing mm -hmm. it i mean that's that's i mean at the moment yeah that's that's an annoyance um but grace i feel is when you do have power not not i mean you're not giving someone grace because you gave up a parking spot no, i, I be, the, the power of being there first really is not that big of a deal but what is a big deal when you do have supreme power over somebody for something? Typically, it's financially, it may be emotionally, it may be intellectually. And you let them off the hook. Because that is really what Christ did for us. It was not a minor thing our sinful nature um, and his sacrifice absolutely was not <coughs> was not minor so that's where I kind of categorize it kind of like the difference 
And the I, and I was thinking back when have I had the opportunity to extend grace and I actually did not. And I remember it vividly. I was in a racket playing in a racquetball game with a guy who was an absolute jerk to me and I didn't like like him. His name was Oh, let's say his name was Steve because it was Steve. And uh, and uh, I'm a left-handed player, and I'm a tournament player back in the day, and I don't even like playing left-handed people, and I hammered him. And he was yelling at himself in third person, so I not only beat him, I beat his coach, and I beat his dad because that's all, that's all the people that were in the court yelling, come on, Steve, go, Steve, Steve, one up. So I just made it a point to just grind it into him. And you know, what was the result of that? Well, the result of that is this. I enjoyed myself for like 15, 20 seconds after that. It's kind of a shame to myself, man, for doing that. I could have really just, just beaten him. I mean, it's all good. I didn't have to. I didn't have to grind it into him like I did. Now, what do you mean grind? I just. Oh no! <laughs> it's great. Uh, it was. It was, it was up. It was up. It was up to. It was up to twenty-one. He might have scored four. Um, I could have beat him twenty-one fifteen or whatever, and it made it more of a recreational game or that kind of thing. But I didn't appreciate him, and so I was sending a message <coughs> that I had the power over him. Uh, in that particular situation, and normally I'm a fairly gracious guy, I brought up, you know, and that is one moment where I really didn't necessarily live up this to is, the well, standard. I, I'm going to go, I'm going to, I'm going to argue. Okay. First of all, I actually, I think you're blessed that gratitude comes easy. And I'm going to take that to your day. Okay. I think it, come, it comes hard for me. I think it comes yeah. hard for most people. Uh, because the first thing, Whenever something happens, the first thing you, 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 you forget is what everybody who helped you out did. Uh, and why, you know, why you're there. You, know, you see it in your kids. You say, why do I got to clean up the kitchen? Well, because I cooked. I washed, you know, yesterday. You're telling me, you know, I shopped. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, oh, oh, and you know, and you're going, oh, all right. And then, then, you know, if you have a nice discussion about it, they settle down into it. But the first, you know, the first thing your kids do is whine about the smallest thing they've got to do. Oh, why me? Uh, and 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 I and I can be the same way sometimes. So so I'm not I'm not letting myself off the hook. And and just the plain gratitude sometimes it just these days for, for being able to you know I I see people who are younger than me. You know, drive you know in their little carts in the supermarket. Or, 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 just not not in the best of health, and I and I'm uh, and part of it. I mean, I, part of it I think is genetics. So part of it is stuff I can't control. I am, I have to express gratitude for that. I can express gratitude that I've got a house, I've got a family, um, and and I think it's a it's a it's a sign of our times that a, a lot of us and, and I. Are forgetting that, and are just you know. Let me grab as much as I can right now because the last few years I've missed the boat, uh, you know. And, and we have this uh, this this term now, FOMO, F O M O, fear of missing out. 
and it's it's it, it's led to you know we, we just got through with the Sam Bankman guy the the, the, the guy the guy who was who became a crypto who was selling who was selling cryptocurrency and he mm-hmm. looked like the stoner down the hall mm-hmm. and he's, he might be going to jail for a long time because of that but the the reason he got to where he was and was able to pull off the fraud he did was because people just wanted more. But I'm, I'm gonna, I want to I, I want to get back to what you were saying, kind of about idiotic people and 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 I would say toxic people and and where where mm-hmm. grace has its limit, as as Mike is saying here, you know, grace isn't weakness, grace isn't letting yourself be a doormat. Um, right. And so so and and I mean, there's so much. This comes up a lot in Christian. Discipleship groups in in counseling is okay. I've I've got a friend who calls me every day or every other day and wants to have lunch. So we go out to lunch, and all he talks about is how he hates his job and he wants to change. And time after time, he'd say, "Well, I can do this, do this, do this," but does nothing with his or her life change anything, but every week is coming back to you and you got to hear it and go back to your job depressed. Well, that... It's all been laid on you. And and, and that's a a tip. And and so, do you simply say, do you put a limit around yourself? Because, uh, because you know, especially if it's a family or a relative, well, aren't you a Christian? Mm. Aren't you going to listen to me? I'm a duck. Aren't you going to care about me? That's right. And 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 of course, usually that person is not a Christian. They just figure, they just they equate being a Christian with being a, a doormat. And sometimes, and 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 a conscientious Christian gets, you know, can get confused about am I being a charitable person? Am I being? I, am I having forbearance? Am I trying to? meet that person where they are or is that person simply dumping on me because nobody else will put up with this i call that a dosage person (laughs) and my wife uh there's people in my life i like them and just like steve said uh, unfortunately their tape is really short and every time you meet them they run through the same tape so I can handle that tape maybe once a week, once a month, and once every six months. And we're on good terms as long as they don't violate that dosage that I can handle. Uh, because they don't, if, if their tape is that short, like what Steve said, um, all they want you to do is listen. They're not going to make any real changes, and they're not going to take your advice either. So you're actually just kind of a receiver, and they're an AM radio. And uh, when you dial in, you're not going to get any money. So anyway, we're coming down to the end of the podcast. <laughs> want to get some? Want to get some takeaways from the fellows? Uh, oh, from you, Professor Koshu. Oh, you're not here. Uh, <laughs> we'll go to Michael Cropper. <laughs> Bill's delirious, folks. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, exactly. no, I'm teaching. 
Folks, uh, Steve wrote me back in. I'm so glad. Uh, yeah. Yes, the the, the uh, podcast is intended to be very practical for you, uh, especially with holidays coming up and, and, and the closeness we get with our families and sometimes the friction that falls between us. So let me give you a couple practical takeaways. Um, I will not lie. I found them online. How do I show grace? <laughs> uh, here are a few, uh, a few takeaways for us. If you practice them often, I'm, I'm thinking they will become a habit. First of all, uh, and the guys have alluded to this, be kind and gentle in what you say and how you say it. Uh, a gentle, because a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. That's Proverbs 15.1. Look for needs and opportunities. Simple everyday kindnesses and actions often help in great ways. We call those simple acts of kindness. Volunteer and help people. Write a thank you note to someone. Walk a dog for someone. Hold a door open. Send an encouraging text to someone. Uh, leave a candy treat for someone. Maybe send flowers to someone that you want to cheer up. Maybe even offer to, offer to babysit. I don't know if that would work for Bill or maybe. But uh, offer no to babysit chance. somebody for somebody uh, so that they can go out and have an hour or two on themselves on their own time. Uh, mothers would really appreciate that. Call your grandparents. Pick up trash. Donate clothes or books or toys. Bring a latte to a friend. Smile at people. Also give an anonymous gift. And here, the most important thing, what we're saying is put somebody else ahead of yourself. Romans 12.10 says, Be devoted to one another in brotherly love. Give preference to one another in honor. And then, of course, what we're talking about, and Steve has brought this up, and, and let it go. Respond to others with grace. If someone says something offensive to you, let it go unless it's... Unless it's going to affect your life or somebody else's life. People make comments and rude comments all the time. Brush it off, people. Sometimes people are going to be rude. Instead of responding harshly, keep a calm spirit. And remember Proverbs 23, A fool shows his annoyance at once, but a prudent man overlooks an insult. Bill? Excellent. Uh, Steve Titch? Hey, yeah. Those, that's a, that last proverb. You have that on your wall. People are going to press your buttons. That's kind of like, uh, and, and they do, do it deliberately sometimes. But I think, I think there's basically that's it. And that's probably the hardest part because you're already geared to fall into that pattern. So what, what, as you go into families, what, what, what I've been counseling and I've gone through and from what I've read, you be you aware of the patterns you've had with a sibling or with a parent and watch that they be aware that that tends to happen and don't let yourself fall back into it. Back out. Change the pattern. Change the response. And you offered some some solutions to that. And I guess finally on the on the grace and gratitude front, kind of reverse what I'm talking about. Maybe one of the basic things you can do is acknowledge that another person is there, because that's that's that is that is my central point is that 
And these days, I wonder if people are walking around in, you know, uh, just their own personal cloud. Uh, with, you know, whether they're on the, on the road or uh, on social media. So I think, I think it can be very disarming to just, you know, in your many ways, to acknowledge that another person is there. And that you're sharing at that moment, you know, the sidewalk, the road, the the, the, ta- the coffee table, uh, that and and that you know, deferring to that individual uh, maybe maybe one of the most graceful things you can do. Excellent. Um, I, I wanted to go ahead and. Uh, <laughs> Take a moment to uh, wish a happy Thanksgiving, and with that, uh, like Michael Cropper said and Steve alluded to, you're probably going to have some uh, some interactions with family and some members that you're uh, you're not around a lot. And uh, this may not be biblical, but um, I just want to give you a little recommendation uh, because I know our crowd and our audience is a pretty witty bunch. So watch your sarcasm. The target of your sarcasm may not be as witty as you are. And because they're not, it may quickly turn to bitterness and go downhill quickly. Thank you so much for tuning in. This is No Church Answers on behalf of uh, Steve Titch, Michael Cropper. My name is Bill Cox, and uh, our podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you podcast. So, Please rate our podcast and leave a review. And if you have a question or comment, you can go to our Facebook page at NoChurchAnswers.com and post it there. And if you're unable to attend a church, check out the Sugarland Baptist Church streaming service. It's on Facebook, YouTube, and SugarlandBaptist.org. It starts Sundays at 9.45 a.m. And when you are ready, we encourage each and every one of you to join a local Bible-based church. Why local? So you'll go and participate and find a small group ABF, Adult Bible Fellowship, Sunday School class, that you can join for small group discussions like this. And find one that is men only. If there's one, start one. And don't take any church answers. You've been listening to No Church Answers, the weekly Christian podcast for men. Tell us what you think. Leave a comment or review. Want to know more about us? Then visit NoChurchAnswers.com and our Facebook page. Check out our video series on our YouTube channel. You can also become a patron of No Church Answers by visiting our Patreon page. No Church Answers is a production of Man Up Spiritual Oasis Media, which is solely responsible for its content. 